0: be aware. All I'm saying, you never know what someone's going through. Just because they look happy doesn't make it true. Hopefully this podcast will help you see you are not alone, you at least got me. We are more alike than you may know, but if we stay quiet, we will never grow. Don't so ever give up because you got this. If you quit, think of all the opportunities that you could miss. hey everybody and welcome to authentic points of view i'm danielle brewer i'm your host as always uh thank you so much for listening guys you are amazing i really appreciate all of you that continue to listen every week uh it means so much to me and i couldn't do this without you um every week guys i tell you how like i meet the person uh and this is really cool so this lady is amazing. um we met actually we were doing a contest uh for stand-up comedy uh at a place that um like literally had a stripper pole in the middle of the stage. That was fun, first time for everything ah, uh, so <laughs> um, it was very awkward, and then afterwards and number one i don't know if i could say this but i feel like the person that won shouldn't have won this one guy who i see all the time he should have definitely won in my opinion um he's so good and funny but anyways no offense to me and her but he did so he was so natural and he was so funny but anyway that's just my opinion i'm not a judge but afterwards i saw uh her outside and she was like hey what's your information which was so cool and so um now i follow her she follows me. Uh, she's really cool and awesome person so and she's like a jack of all trades which is always wonderful um i love meeting comedians especially female comedians because there's not that many of us um and when i say there's not that many of us uh i mean literally sometimes you're the only female standing you know and so, um, it's a good thing to have like a bond with another female comedian. And it's like a support. And, um, sometimes the men, you know, whatever, we'll get into that. So, uh, the cena B, uh, is amazing. She's the owner of, uh, Pajama Queen ATL. And she is a co-host of Queens Boulevard podcast. She is the host of News or Whatever with Stina B she's a stand-up comedian we talked about that and she's been a analyst for 12 plus years so welcome cena b hey oh
1: oh 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 hey oh oh oh.
2: (laughs) and uh let me start off by saying yes i agree with you i know who you're talking about he definitely should have won the bodyguard security guard looking guy the bigger one that was like Thick, i think he was because whoever won was trash <laughs> i just wanted to start off by saying that but yes hi danielle thank you hi. so much for having me i really appreciate it
0: yes thank you for coming on you are a busy lady uh which we'll talk about and um so thank you for um spending time with us for a little while you
1: got it absolutely
0: yay all right so um last month was Pride Month, um, which was awesome, and there's actually a lot of going on in the news uh over the last few weeks. But anyway, we won't talk about that. But um, would you like to share like your coming out story and stuff as a kid? You know, sure.
1: Uh, yeah.
2: Um. Well, yes, I am part of the LGBTQIABCDEFGHIJK elemental uh, P plus community it's girl it's a new one every time i turn around
1: Mm
2: -hmm. um yes so um i'm a lesbian so i start off the alphabet um my coming out story is pretty interesting because uh my dad's side of the family is american but my mom's side of the family is african my mom's from sierra leone and in africa they do not play that at all Um, so it was really interesting. It was my high school graduation and, you know, having a party or whatever the case is. And my girlfriend at the moment was there and, you know, my family, things of that nature. She chooses to approach my uncle, who was basically my father figure because my mom and dad were divorced. So, that was my main father figure, and she goes up to her and says, I can't wait to make your daughter Miss Witherspoon. Oh, boy. (laughs) Are you... Okay. Now, there's two things wrong with that. Of course, first, my uncle has no idea that I'm dealing with the lesbianism, and two, she was like 22. (laughs) So... When we were talking, I was 16 when we started. So my uncle soon found out that, yeah, I was dating an older person. So needless to say, the party was shut down and I was shipped to Maryland to be with my dad because I needed to be around him to figure out what the hell was going on with me after they found out. So I literally graduated high school, May 25th. I was in Maryland June 1st. <laughs> wow. So, I ended up going to school out there um, and just literally had to just live with it. My uncle had me a scholarship to go to school and shipped me off to stay with my dad and really didn't talk about it the entire time I was in school until I came back home. And I think that was 2005 or 2006 because my little sister was pregnant. So, I came back and... You know, not to offend anybody, but this is Africans. They don't know anything else. So they call us faggots, whether we're lesbian, gay, bisexual, whatever the case is. Don't be offended, people. I'm a lesbian. not to say this. So literally the first thing out their mouth when I land is, are you still a faggot?
1: Oh, my <laughs> like,
2: gosh. Oh, okay. So time has not helped this at all. So, um, yeah, it's definitely been a back and forth with like my lifestyle and my relationship with my family. Of course my dad uses that as like his caveat to say that he's the better parent because he doesn't care about my lifestyle, but we'll save my dad's part of it for another conversation. Oh boy. Because dad no, you can't that's that's not cool. You don't try to throw that in there thinking that you're a better parent just because you weren't here for most of me growing up so right, that doesn't count um, currently things are better uh, me and my mom have a better relationship
1: sure. I
2: won't say it's the best but you know I can call her um, you know and talk to her just to make sure she's doing good um, and yes yeah, so we've definitely got more conversational it's definitely not been like picking at me because for a long time it was just Only thing they asked about was what girl I'm with and why am I with that girl? And do you know you gonna die? You know, those stories.
0: (laughs) Oh boy. Um, I know, I know, right? So sorry. Um, goodness gracious almighty. So I'm sorry you went through that. And, um, you know, I understand that different cultures think of things different. Um, I have a friend that is Nigerian that um was telling us um some really disturbing things and it wasn't about you know sexuality it was about that her parents sent her off to a boarding school from the age of five to ten and never saw them the whole time for five years and then she used to get whipped there i'm talking about a leather yeah. whip, yes and my then, mom
2: used to tell me stories like that
0: yeah absolutely scary and so all of us are looking like huh and then she's so like like awesome and well-rounded and she's like oh it was normal and we're like huh uh so so the thing is like this is why i say this y'all nobody ever knows what somebody's going through you never know what somebody's been through you never know what somebody's going through be kind be nice be A good human being because you never know what they're struggling with at that time. You never know what past trauma they've had. You never know any of that stuff. So there's no point in being judgmental and thinking something about someone when they've lived a life way harder maybe than you have ever thought of. Okay. So absolutely. Yes. Like it don't, don't do it. Please. I know it's so easy to say and harder to do for some people, but you never know. So, um, oh, you're like, uh, that's a lot to take in. And I'm sorry that, um, I mean, it's a good thing that you guys have a relationship now because sometimes, again, people might not understand something, but the fact that you guys can communicate is good. Um yes. And, um, <sighs> that's why I like talking about this stuff as well, because some people judge, uh say for instance they might judge you for being a lesbian but they have no clue again uh what you're going through or the things you've gone through um my episode a few episodes back um listeners uh if you listen you know that we had the married um gay couple on and both of them told their coming out stories and both of those stories were totally different and affected them in different ways and It's sad. It's sad. And they talked about having to wear a mask and just mask who they really were. And it breaks my heart. So I just want you, everybody, you might not agree with it, right? And nobody has to agree with everything, but I want you to try not to be judgmental. Because if you had to walk around not being able to be your true self, how would you feel? That's what I want you to think about. I want you to think about if your child had to hide who they were how would you feel about that or if you yourself knew who you loved and who you were and you had to hide it to please other people or because society doesn't think it's right or because we're not going to talk about religion or whatever the case may be so um how would you feel that would be horrible it's hard i, I can't imagine having to hide who i am so just Just think about that. Sometimes put yourself, try to put yourself in somebody else's shoes. I'm not saying everybody should agree with everything everybody says and everybody, you know, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is try not to be judgmental of them. That's it. That's it. And that's why I say have open ears and an open heart because you never know what your judgment can do to them mentally and you never know what the kindness can do it can help, right? It can help them get through a hard day or whatever they're going through. So just be kind. Um, Sorry, I went on a tangent. Everybody I knows love that one. though.
2: No, seriously, you hit the nail on the head and I try to dumb it all the way down. Like I know for some people being a lesbian or being a part of the LGBTQ plus is just like so outside. But just take it something simple as a young boy that wants to take dance lessons a straight man would have a problem my son isn't going to be a dancer mm-hmm. and i and i say this from experience because i have a friend who was in that exact position and now he is like affluent and his dad is reaching for a relationship no don't reach for it now yeah. You didn't even know what kind of dancer this boy was going to be, like just because he wanted to take ballet in the beginning because he saw his sister do it. Yeah. That doesn't mean that's going to be the end result. So that's just a small example of just how small-minded people can be about people just being slightly different, not even just all the way just out, just something so small and people just blow
1: it up.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, and I agree. I mean, here's the thing. If we didn't have unique people that went against the mold, then we, like, with anything. Think about, like, the first time a female was a pilot. That was different. Right,
1: right. That was yes. different.
0: I have my friend, and this is totally on a tangent, for real. My friend is one of, it's a group of black female pilots. They have this association together, and uh it was the coolest thing. Oh, I came from Ohio area, Pennsylvania area, coal miner, female coal miner. Come on. That's weird. That's odd. But guess what? I know some and they do a great job. Female mechanic. It's not all about female and male, but I'm just saying things that you, like you said, my cousin was a male cheerleader. He's super straight. He's married to my cousin. He's my cousin through marriage. The female was my cousin. They've been together. 27 years or something like that Mm -hmm. okay he is super straight he was a cheerleader for wvu successful did a great job people judge that for what doesn't matter number one it's nobody's business um in my mind what somebody does who cares it doesn't affect you let them do it if if it's a male dancer a male cheerleader a male whatever gay straight whatever who i don't care but the thing is that my cousin was a male cheerleader all i think because he's uh, older than me i think all four years of um of college and um and i have a friend that went to the same school many years later and those males are very important because guess what they would fall y'all and bust their heads open so they those men are strong it doesn't matter if they're gay or straight. They're strong and they're, they're very important for the women to do, um, flips and to be supported and all that stuff. So again, who gives a hoot nanny? Uh, I was a football player and I was a female and I wasn't allowed to play on a team because I was a yes. girl. And I was so mad because I loved football and I was good at it.
2: That's so awesome. Yeah. I love football too. I wish yeah. I could
0: play. Which is our leak, I'm just joking. I got old joints now.
2: <laughs> right. So it's past it's past my time. I'm retired.
0: <laughs> yeah, we retired before we started, right? Hang <laughs> my jersey in the
2: rafters.
0: <laughs> so anyway, all right, guys. So um also I like to point out things I have in common with people other than we have a podcast and we're comedians. I also um am from you're not from Maryland, but I lived in Maryland and went to school in Maryland. So anyway. Okay. Yeah. Um, so now we went off on a tangent but it is fun and this is very helpful. I always want to help people so again, hopefully this helps someone that um you know is maybe struggling to come out or knows how how they feel and uh faces judgment. Um I'm sorry you're going through that but just keep fighting and only come out if you're safe. That's something we talked about before um on a different episode. Um And there's different avenues. Uh, At the end, I'll tell you my information. If you ever feel like you want to talk to someone, you can always email me. I'm a safe space. Um, So on a different note, (laughs) you have a business. And um, that's so exciting. So what exactly is your business? And where can we, um, do you have a storefront or is it just online? Tell us all about it.
2: Hey, so uh, my business is Pajama Queen ATL. Um, just a little backstory. So this this business came out of me getting laid off. Ooh. So um, I got laid off uh late twenty twenty due to COVID and stuff. So I was at that place for over eleven years. So when, wow, right. So when they let me go, it really took me aback because I was like, wait a minute. I've been so loyal to this place that I haven't even attempted to even look around to see what the what the need is for analysts at this time and things of that nature so sort of kind of went in a panic mode um and then I had a friend of mine um reach out to me and was just like how about you just start you know start doing something that makes you happy like what do you love like what do you like and i was like you know sports you know music i like pajamas you know i like (laughs) to be in the bed all day being cute if i can so i got with a friend of mine who has her own like uh it's called pink boss university where she like helps women who wants to start their own businesses with like setting up logos websites if you need like tags for your clothes you name it she can help you create that so linked up with her and then pajama queen was born um and pajama queen sells um like onesies pajamas teddy bear slippers and other popular slippers that are currently out there um and we're known for our zodiac onesies so if you have, like, a zodiac sign, Capricorn Aquarius, Pisces, Aries, and et cetera, I have a onesie for you. Um, I'm currently doing, trying to get rid of a lot of stock so I can restock and get some more designs for this year. Um, and it's really been interesting starting a business during COVID, like, in the middle of it. Yeah. Um, having to find, like vendors and trying to trust people and dealing with shipping times and i i never i knew that starting a business was a lot of work but i never knew like how much of course first of all if you're an entrepreneur it's on you right. but then you are so dependent on others to fulfill their end of the bargain that sometimes like i've had vendors tell me in the middle of shipment. Yeah, your shipment just got lost and I got eight pre-orders for a certain product and now I gotta go back and tell them, hey, <laughs> it's gonna be a month late. Um, and things of that nature. So just trying to, you know, deal with people because of course, since everybody's been dealing with COVID, everybody's a little bit, a little tense, a little, you know, so I've had to learn very quickly how to truly scale my business to make sure that i'm able to keep everyone happy but also not lose my sanity in the process because you know pajama queen is just one slice of my pie so i at one point i was letting that slice of pie take over everything else and i had to scale that down um but yes um so that was 2020. So now we're coming up to our two year anniversary in October. And yeah, real excited. Um, really excited for the new stuff that's coming. Um, and you know, for those who are like me, uh, plus size, uh, not no skinny minis, I got stuff for y'all too. Some of my onesies and pajamas go up to 5X. So. Aww. I'm definitely leaning. And that's one thing I need to do next is to scale my business down to just focus on plus size because we need that. The skinnies have always had their stuff. No offense, I love (laughs) y'all. But let us have our own too. So like I'm literally taking sewing lessons because like there's like stuff that I actually want to make and then have reproduced. So I'm really trying to take this to the next level and just really excited about What's the come with Pajama Queen?
0: Wow, that's so amazing. Um, so first of all, I love how you um had the situation where you're like, "Well, uh, 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 you threw me out like the trash. Uh, you don't want me anymore. Now I gotta figure out something new." So that's really cool that you came up with that, especially in the in the pandemic. I always you know applaud people and i'm very like impressed when you can make some something successful and uh build a business during this the hardest time that we're having well i guess it's gotten kind of better but anyways uh so is it is your goal what's your goal for your business though you don't have a storefront yet correct is that is that your goal do you ever want to get one or do you want to be strictly online
2: I think at some point I do want a storefront, but when I do, I want it to be just my stuff that I'm creating. Okay. Um. So like right now I'm using vendors and, you know, the things that they're creating and trying to, you know, insert my own stuff in there. But trying to create your own stuff is like twice the amount of reaching out to a vendor. So that has been my struggle. Like originally I had created pajama queen onesies with like the pajama queen logo on it and mm-hmm. my first shipment my logo was printed backwards
1: oh dang <laughs>
2: yeah I'm still mad about it That and I was so invested you know I dropped I, I don't even want really to tell y'all how much money I spent on that cause mm-hmm. uh-huh. somebody cue the wah 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 wah
1: <laughs>
2: but yeah. uh yeah spent a lot of money because i was just like this is going to be like my revamp this is my introduction to let people know that you know it's not just going to be you know template based like i'm going to be the creative director behind my pajamas and it just didn't work out the way i wanted um so i had to take a step back but that's the future like i would love to have a storefront with my stuff i want to create robes for plus size i want onesies and pajamas for plus size you know shorts, snack shorts i want to do all that but just literally from 0x to 5x and above that's the goal
0: well first of all i want to say thank you because um uh, uh if you haven't been shopping while i say huge but that's not nice uh shopping while huge
2: shopping uh, while fluffy
0: yeah okay that's nicer but i'm talking about myself in general. Uh if you haven't been shopping while well, as she says, kindly fluffy uh you don't understand how rough it is, okay, guys uh either the stuff looks like tents with prints on them, or y you, you look at the skinny sizes and then you look at the same thing in your size, like whatever x it is. And then you're like, that's all look the same, right? It never looks the same. Uh so um guys, seriously, it's hard. Uh so if you don't understand going into a mall and having nothing really that fits you, um, it's rough. And then the bigger sizes cost so much more. True story, guys. If you True story. True story. I might get a shirt that costs twenty dollars more than the smaller size. This is in a mall, not at like a Walmart or something. You know what I'm saying? It's like $2 more at Walmart for the bigger size. But if you go to the mall and, um, I'm not going to drop their names because I love those stores, but they're spe- specifically plus size stores. Okay. And they cost, I promise you not. One shirt is 95 bucks $95 for a shirt.
2: I know the exact store you're talking about. Yeah and
0: i'm just I love gonna their say products, but
2: i'm gonna just tell them this and they're gonna know i'm talking about them when i say this <laughs> we we don't want mickey mouse on everything okay we do not we're grown women
1: <laughs>
2: stop putting mickey mouse on everything and then charging us an arm and a leg and a pinky toe for it. i bought a like a party dress
0: uh uh-huh.
2: because i was last minute they need to buy a party dress. First of all, well, you were talking about, uh, my thing is I can I barely can have my size in the store. Yeah. Because they'll make twenty for two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve. They make two sixteens, two eighteens, two twenties, two twenty twos and keep going up. Yeah. So if you don't get in there first, you're not gonna have nothing to wear. That's why most of us, we have to online shop and just pray. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pray that something fits properly.
0: Well, that's the thing. Uh, I bought some, ha! <laughs> we'll talk about stand up in a little bit. But, uh, we bought, I bought some, um, cute little outfits, right? So I was going to, uh, the taping of Black Music Honors, which was amazing. I got to go see it live uh my friend that is friend, so awesome thank you my friend was being honored um shout out uh shout out to you uh skola um he's part of Drew Hill they um broke up and then he is now touring with them again and they all got honored together uh was one of the most best experiences of my life life not life wow. i don't have life. Uh, life and uh to be with so many people that are happy successful and uh black okay and to see the joy and the celebration and the dancing and the singing and the all the i mean it was so fun and it was so positive and so many people have an image of people that they don't even know what the world they're talking about right and i'm not just talking about race y'all i'm not just talking about when I was talking about female, male stuff, but what I'm saying is with anything, be it a culture, be it a whatever, you, people have an idea or a stereotype or whatever. Um, and that could be totally false. That could be two people in that whole entire race. And then you think that, you know, cause you met somebody that was like that, then, you know, whatever, but to, to be in that space and um i think there was like maybe three or four white people i don't even know but i didn't care that i like was stuck out like a sore thumb i told my friend because i brought my friend she's not white and uh you know i was like i don't even care because i'm having a fun i mean i sang every song i yes i danced i had the best time and i celebrated with my friend, I cried with my friend. I was so happy for him. we um were neighbors in Baltimore. That's how I know him, and it was personal to me and The really cool thing is that I met these ladies, and I like at the end, some people had already left, like no offense to the older people um the whispers were also honored, and so the older people left because it was getting late, so they kind of left and um Drew Hill was the last performance. Of the night and again it was kind of late so i went up um closer which was like so close it was exciting so anyways these girls were there and i was like oh sorry you know and they're like okay cool so i said um i wanted to watch my friend and they said oh well we're um one of the ladies that got honored those two were her backup uh dancers and singer." and i was like what? wow i know and i was like right beside them i was like cool okay and um So they were watching their friends. So we were both celebrating our friends and, and it was, it was special. It was so special. Um, and I'm so glad it was in Atlanta and I'm so glad that I got to be there. Um, because again, like people can think whatever they want about whatever group or whatever or whoever. Um, but to, See, um, and it was most okay, almost every single one of them. No, all of them I grew up listening to. So, everybody that got honored, Tevin Campbell, um, Carrie Helson, and Mary Mary, uh, The Whispers, Drew Hill, the list goes on and on. Um, Kid and Play performed, y'all, Kid and Play. Kid and Play. Girl.
2: Kid and Play. had the best night.
0: What? Kid and Play danced. <laughs> and And, like, I was like, it, you, you can't see what I'm doing. But, ooh, I'm so excited. I'm causing ruckus. I was so excited, y'all. You, you don't you even understand. So, that, that that literally was, like, no offense to my kids. Love my kids. Love a lot of stuff I've been through. But that was one of the best nights ever. Ever, ever. Because it was like, you know, um, I talk about this sometimes, but I lost my brother. Uh, he was 26 when he passed away. And, um, him and I used to do the kid and play dance. I mean, not as well as them. Uh, and they're older and they did it amazing. I was like, Hey, okay. Uh, everybody still gets down. I love it. But, but that brought up memories. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so that was really, that was really special. Uh, so anyways, didn't mean to go on another tangent, for goodness sake. I'm sorry, y'all. Um, but that's why I say, uh, authentic points of view, because I have a million points of view. I try to look at stuff in void, uh, void, I'm talking crazy. (laughs) View stuff. I try to view stuff as in, like, I don't know. I try to consider every side of the story in the equation. So it's important to do that. I haven't done that my whole life. I wish I did, but I have had so many family members and friends and stuff that have gone through some rough things and I've witnessed it through their eyes and it makes you open your eyes. Right? So that's why I have different points of view for so many different things. Um, but wow, I didn't mean to talk about that, but I'm so excited. Um, they're going to be having reruns for a long time. Watch Black music honors it was beautiful um it was it was just it's amazing, okay, guys, amazing, I'm not even gonna spoil I already did spoiler alert you probably already watched it, but <laughs> so anyways, all right, now, as I talked for two hundred years, uh you have <laughs> a couple of podcasts um I love your podcast uh news or whatever with cena <laughs> b um how long have you been doing that podcast and what what are a few of the topics you talk about
2: oh my new love child news or whatever it's gonna be i started that oh my gosh because this i just did episode eight which i just feel like wow i've eight episodes in i'm so proud of myself mm-hmm. like pat on the back I yes. com- i'm committing to something and i'm actually doing it every week so exciting um but yes. Yeah, so i started news or whatever in may of this year um i'll talk about my other podcast uh in a little bit but i i talk about a lot of stuff on my other podcast but it's more you know about love relationships life and things like that this podcast, as you can tell by the title, I'm talking basically about current events and it's stuff that I like to talk about because it's stuff that I discuss and I feel like I need to get things off my chest because I am a Pisces. I'm an emotional person <laughs> and sometimes writing it in a journal does not get it out for me. I need to verbalize this out for the universe so I can finally be at peace. And then also I just like to talk.
0: <laughs> um. <laughs> If you can't tell everybody, guess who else likes to talk? (laughs) It wouldn't be me. Ding 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 ding. Right. (laughs) I mean, come on. You just heard me talk about six hours of the uh (laughs) I get excited, I'm sorry. I get ex
2: No, me too. I totally get that. Um and news or whatever, um, I cover I it's literally like a news hour. Because I talk about top news, you know, things that are happening around the world. Um like this last episode is um i try to make like interesting topics uh titles so that it'll be a little bit enticing but i always talk about top news first um so like these last few weeks i've been talking about the britney griner situation in russia um i've talked about why in the hell these gas prices are so damn disrespectful (laughs) um Y'all remember the baby formula crisis when that kicked off. Definitely mm-hmm. had to talk about that because my niece was suffering. Mm-hmm. Um, And like this past week, I talked about Deshaun Watson and him trying to catch a break with some of those sexual assault cases. Um, So I talk about news, but then I, I love sports. I love music. I love entertainment. And I love TV. So every week, I just try to take one little piece of that one little piece of each of those topics talk about it do my tv recaps of stuff that i love to watch um and yeah i think that's pretty much all i cover on that one yeah because it's literally news and whatever else i want to talk about
0: i love it i love the name of it it makes sense Uh, (laughs) so uh it does it makes perfect sense i love it And i'm
2: glad you get the inflection i'm glad you get there because it's like news or whatever
0: yeah whatever is on my mind right see that's what i should call mine i should seal it because i literally talk about everything i just randomly go on a tangent which has happened several times just changes to
2: whatever (laughs) points of view
0: (laughs) whatever points of view i'm feeling that day Uh, just joking hi everybody thank you for listening Uh, um so oh my goodness gracious so the queen's boulevard podcast you kind of already talked about that it's about love and relationships uh can you shout out who your co-host is is that okay
2: yes akino hey akino um my co-host is also my best friend um and we originally started this in 2021 but then like You know, with, like I mentioned earlier, I'd lost my job. And so, like, me trying to look for work and things of that nature. And then she was in school trying to finish, finishing up her school. So, 2021 was a really tough year for us. So, we weren't really to stick, weren't able to stick to our schedule as we did. So, we literally only dropped one episode. Um, And then we came back strong at the end of 2021. And now, here we are in 2022 giving you guys a bi-weekly episode where we talk about life love and our favorite things which is mostly music and food
1: because we hungry right now
0: <laughs> uh so am i <laughs> I'm Hungry too. Uh, <laughs> so um really quick what is your favorite thing about um hosting the podcast what do you like about it
2: oh my god so many things so i think For me, and I think this is just my analytic mind and just how, how I am. I love the process of getting ready for every episode. So, um, for me, like for Queens Boulevard podcast, I handle like the outline and things we're going to cover in a keynote. She takes care of like the technical stuff and the editing. Um, so I take a lot of time in prep and trying to iron out what we're going to be discussing. And then more so for news or whatever, because I am talking about current events that's going on within the last seven days, I literally am taking notes everywhere I go. Mm-hmm. If I hear something, you know, I'm watching, like, the boys, I'm literally having to take notes while I'm watching because I want to make sure I don't miss anything. And then here come episode record day, I'm like, dang, did I? I forgot this. I forgot that. So I just love the natural process of of the creation of the podcast. And then, of course, you know, now since I'm about to start having guests, um, for me, I mean, I think we're this. I think this is why we bond because we're almost kind of like the same. Like, (laughs) I love people. I love to talk, and I love to just get to know other people's points of view. Right. Just being completely honest, like. You know, I am my own, but there's people out here who have so many stories to tell, and I want to be a part of that mm-hmm. um, journey so that I could be like, oh my gosh, I had this person on my show, and look, look at him now—he's doing X, Y, Z, or you know, anything like that. So I really think, like, once I start having guests and things of that nature, it's really going to turn into like what I what I truly want it to be is what is a, an outlet i know i talk about a lot of you know high level news stuff i try to bring atlanta news into it some uh sometimes but i try not to make it like too much of atlanta because i want everybody to listen to this
0: yeah right atlanta's its own world um
2: (laughs) no seriously
0: no seriously yeah um like uh if you haven't lived in the South y'all it's different um it's 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 completely it's different um so all right, I agree with everything you just <laughs> i I love that too about the podcast because it means so much to me to like be one little piece of somebody's journey to just you know get their voice out there um I love it, so now you and I met through comedy um what made you get into comedy and were you funny as a kid
2: uh to answer your second question no (laughs) okay um and and i think that's what makes my journey so interesting is that i honestly didn't become funny until i was an adult um and then i think about like things in my childhood. I was the quiet kid. I know, mm. for any of my people who are listening. I know, are you shocked?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was the
2: quiet kid. My baby sister was the loud and crazy kid. Um, I was very reserved. So, a lot of stuff I didn't really say. They had to force me to talk a lot because I just really didn't have that much to say. I just wanted to jump rope and hopscotch and go to the Boys and Girls Club and hang with my friends. That's all I wanted to do. But being an adult, especially after coming out,
1: and just
2: trying to deal with life, I had to become funny because it was my only saving grace at those Mm -hmm. times where I was alone by myself, homeless, and just wondering where my next meal is coming from. I had to turn to laughter. And I just want to say, I know you probably will never listen to this, but shout out Eddie Murphy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Eddie Murphy will listen to this. Let's claim it right now.
2: When you listen to this, Eddie Murphy. That's right. When when,
0: you listen to this. Sir, you're amazing, by the way.
2: You are fantastic, and you literally helped me to come out of a dark place uh, in my early 20s. Um, And so that's when I fell in love with comedy as a whole. Oh, if I say Eddie Murphy, I have to say this in person. Jim Carrey. Oh, yes. Literally wanted to save my life during those dark times. Like, I literally just come out and be like, shh. Okay, (laughs) and i would just laugh at myself almost hysterically um and it really got me through some dark times so when i came back home and i just started listening to myself i was like girl you
1: funny
2: (laughs) but you funny because you you, because you've been through things and now you've come out of those things and now it's like okay now i could joke about this stuff because i'm out of it and so um i started doing stand-up comedy for my friends originally so like they would have like events and i would host events so if anybody's looking for a mistress of ceremonies for birthdays i do weddings bar mitzvahs baptisms i do them all so when i would host all of these events that was my avenue originally to start you know trying to see if any of my jokes would land and they started landing i was like oh okay well maybe i have maybe i have something here um my true love is improv so that's how i really got into comedy because i am an improv kid i'm definitely a whose line is it anyway kid um shout out wayne brady i love you Um,
0: Uh, i do too i love that obsessed yes Oh my gosh that whole show is like obsessed play off of each other come on man amazing ryan styles will you have
2: a baby with me okay that's all oh wait
0: whoa whoa that went uh... no is that (laughs) yours is that yours (laughs) no no, that's okay no believe me my baby days are over (laughs) baby
2: ryan styles i would literally have a baby for you just to hear you do the hoedown every day of
1: my life
0: That's hilarious i love it i
1: love that show i love
0: it too and um wayne brady is like one of the most talented people ever ever no ever. seriously in Literally. the history Can't of do our... anything jamie He's... fox too jamie fox too and wayne brady won the the show the mask as oh the yeah mass
2: singer oh yep. yeah mask singer
0: yep mass singer Clearly you're right.
2: my favorite season
0: yep and he won the mass singer i called it the Mask. i don't know why the mass singer i know she knew what i was talking about we're on the same page and um i love that show too shout out to everything um and um so so talented um so that's so amazing but yeah so that's really cool um but i just want to ask you this was not planned but how long were you homeless
2: um so well i've had a few different bids of homelessness okay. uh, so i was homeless for a few years while I was in the DMV, um, so where I was living, the house actually caught on fire, oh my God. and the Red Cross gave me a debit card for two hundred dollars and sent me on my way. Oh my uh, so I had to figure it out from that point what I was going to do. So it was a lot of, and I was in a different state, didn't really know that many people, so it was really stressful at that time. And then I had a bit of homelessness when I moved back to Atlanta. I was living with a friend. And they had just basically said they didn't want a roommate anymore. And I had to go and I had something lined up, but it wasn't until December. And this was June of that year. So instead of me asking for help or whatever the case is, I just literally um, lived in my car until I could move in with my friend when her other roommate moved out. So, yep. A couple times. Well, actually three, because I just thought about another one. Dang it, girl. That's why, this is why you love yourself. Because, girl, you have been through it. Um, Yeah, so I've had a few bits of homelessness, but it's definitely shaped me into the person I am today. I am grateful, so grateful, for every little thing now. And I just treasure life a little bit more because of it because i mean people take something like a toothbrush for granted i didn't have a toothbrush for like three years because i didn't have a job i couldn't afford it i didn't know about resources i'm like 20 years old homeless i didn't know anything um i'm just going to school trying to learn didn't know anything so
0: so can i ask you this and so where were you like homeless like at that point in the dmv area were you outside homeless or were you in a car at that point too
2: no i wasn't in a car i was staying in bandos with another girl that i linked Uh up with uh she happened to be a booster and so when i linked up with her that's when i was able to start showering and she was still me deodorant and toothbrush and toothpaste and clothes and shoes and all this other stuff so she, she literally helped me like Get interview clothes so I could start doing interviews. I ended up getting a job because of her. And then because of that, you know, I got us a place. So, cause she had a son. And so I got a job and then we moved into a place together. And then, um, yeah, that's what really started things turning around for me. I know that sounds crazy cause she was boosting, but she literally helped me out the dirt because I don't know how long I would have survived out there. You know, and and try not to be captured in the, you know, the fast world of, you know,
1: prostitution or
2: that type of route that other people decided to go to. I knew I couldn't do that. So I just knew that I just knew I needed a job. I needed to work. But how can I get to work? And I don't even have address. Yeah. So that was my main focus when I was in the DMV because I was just young and i know i needed money i needed a job and that literally being
1: with her turned everything around for me yep
0: wow so this is was not planned everyone i didn't even know this um this is what i love about this show um try not to get emotional because i almost cry every episode but because um, i i'm a follower ah. behind you <laughs> but to be honest like um this is the point you never know what i said you never know what somebody's been through and what they're going through i lived in a homeless shelter in maryland um sarah's house uh when i was pregnant with my second son and when my other son was like one not even two yet they're two years apart so he was like one turned two while we lived there um and uh it was hard. I appreciate it now, but I didn't appreciate it as much then as I should have. Um, it taught me a lot. And, um, I wish I would have, uh, appreciated it more at the time. I was embarrassed. I was embarrassed yes. because I had to take a, uh, the van and I grew up. That's where I grew up. Went to school. People were going to the same mall that I worked at and the homeless shelter van, um, used to drop me off. At work, and people that I knew would see me get out of that van and it was embarrassing, but it also uh was humbling so um, I wish I would have taken it differently at the time, uh but they helped me so much, like I paid off all my credit cards I saved up um I can't remember three thousand dollars, I think I got a car through an auction with their help i had an apartment there um but then i went back to the same guy y'all so i did not i learned but i didn't learn mm-hmm. but now that i'm older and i look back wiser
2: not older wiser wiser. Yes, wiser
0: i look back and i'm like wow that really shaped me into being an empathetic person because i had friends uh and i've talked about this before but i've had friends that um, one went to the methadone clinic. One was an actual trick and had a pimp. One, her boyfriend killed her daughter. Uh, these things, yeah, these things, um, really opened my eyes to people have it worse than you, Danielle. Get, get it through your head. Even though we're in the same place, we both, we all live in the same place people struggle worse than you do i was in an abusive relationship i didn't you know i was shit i mean well crap stuff was hard for me too okay but i wasn't going through those things that they were going through and i was like oh my gosh it can always be worse it can
2: always be worse i have that same exact story because i just thought about it i was homeless again this is when i first came back home and i told you first question that comes out of their mouths is am i still a faggot Yeah. And I am. So I get put out of my mom's house and end up living at the Atlanta mission, oh. um, <clears throat> for some months. And that experience definitely changed my life because it was, a—I had to go to another place during the day. I had a job. Yep. I was like, I have a job and I'm homeless.
0: Yep. And you have to be there by a certain time or you lose your spot. And I've
2: got to be there at a certain yep. time. I'm going to lose my 30 or
0: whatever. I don't know. Um, Listen, yeah, I, I think
2: it was like six o'clock or yeah, something. But you're I have, right.
0: I have somebody important to me that used to live there, Uh super important to me, that I love that that used to live there, and that gave me a point of view, y'all. Listening to somebody else's story and hearing the things that they went through, I was like, oh, "Okay," because uh, my shelter wasn't like that. <laughs> wasn't like that. We did have to be back, but ours was county. We were based through the counties. So you had to go to the um c p s whatever the the county um the place you get food stamps, all that stuff I had to go through the county to get place in that um in the shelter so you didn't lose your place unless you did something really crazy or they gave you a time limit. so you have so many months to do this. You have so much time to get a job you have so much time to do this now we had a a curfew so we had to be in by whatever time if we worked that day we had to prove we were at work but they were picking me up so i mean i definitely was at work but then i got a car so then i was driving so then i had to prove every day and give them my schedule if i got back past 10 o'clock or whatever case may be where i was and all this stuff so people don't understand like, it's a great outlet. It's, it's a blessing that you weren't staying in a bando again. Cause again, I know somebody that did that in Atlanta at not just the rappers. It's really people do it.
2: It's um, really
1: people out here trying to yep, survive.
0: Yep. And, um, so it, it gives you a different perspective. If you just be kind and listen to people, then you can just imagine, like, it's horrible. It's sad. Uh, it's scary. There's things that are crazy happening even in the shelter, let alone they could steal your stuff while you're sleeping. I mean, there's just crazy stuff that happens, guys, Ooh. that you don't know. You um,
2: preaching now. You preaching now. Yeah.
0: I'm just being honest. Like you don't know how hard it is for someone and people can assume, uh, and this is not even where we were going to go. We didn't even talk about this, but you can assume people are homeless because they're on drugs or because of whatever. And you are, you could be completely, that's wrong. Uh, because some people like she just said y'all she came from a different area and her family didn't accept her for who she was that doesn't mean that you know i've met people and i've and i've gone and gave food to the homeless in atlanta thanksgiving time different things pillows blankets socks different things and if you talk to some people um my uh friend was homeless with the person that actually literally, literally is a Super Bowl champion. Literally. And they're homeless now. Not on drugs. Just lost their family because they lost the money and they became homeless. So try not to be judgmental, guys. You don't know what somebody's going through. And even if they are on drugs and alcohol, it's hard out there. It's it can turn you crazy. Like talking to yourself, like not taking care of yourself and um so please please just be kind i've heard nurses say some horrible things about homeless people and it made me sick to my stomach made me sick to my stomach because you guys don't even know what they're going through don't be judgmental take care of them be kind that's what they need um and what, I'm, amen I'm sorry. i I amen. don't know this is not what this episode was going to be about but guess what somebody needs to hear it right that's um, right if you're homeless and you're going through stuff right now um i want you to know that you're not alone um there's so many people you can reach out to uh there's different um outlets uh different things you can get help with um please email me and i'll try to help as much as i can connect you to different things um because it's hard it's not it it's not what people think it is i know people that literally been homeless for two weeks only you know it's not like people don't understand um so just just know you're not alone um there's different like shelters probably no matter what part of the country i'm sure there's something um some help with the government and it's hard because like you said you need to get a job but a b and c say i have a kid i'm homeless i don't have um anybody to watch the kid when I work, mm-hmm. I don't have a place where the kids go. I have a, I don't have a vehicle, but maybe I could take the bus. Who knows? Um, I don't have money to get on the bus, uh, to start off with. And I don't have an address to fill out the forms and yep. there you go. So it's like a a circle, right? So people are like, why don't you just do this? You don't know. Uh, it's harder than you think. Sometimes I do know this, uh, there is help guys. There's help with your ID. The state, at least the state I live in, in Georgia, will help you get an ID if you are homeless. They will help you pay for, there's like a voucher. Um, There's vouchers for things, guys. If you need to prove, you know, get um IDs and different things uh, to prove who you are, to get a job and to do all those things. There's temp agencies too. Try to get on in a temp agency. Try to, you know, do something uh, to get you started. And some of the shelters let you use that as their address. And I know that for a fact as well. Uh, Atlanta Mission's one of them, I think. They, that you can use that. Or there's like an address that does, is a specific address. Um, you know. But anyway. Oh boy. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's, um, I'm passionate about things, guys. And it's because, um, my homeless wasn't the same as her homeless. Right? But, I can tell you, Raising two little kids and having a baby born while you live at a shelter, uh, is tough mentally. Um, and, uh, thank goodness my kids don't remember. And I don't say that in a mean way, but what I say it as is that I remember and it's important to me and it helped me grow and get past the, but I don't want them to associate things you know what i'm saying it's not bad that we lived there it was helpful but it's just the fact of i'm so glad they don't remember because it would have been confusing it was confusing as a kid i'm sure you know even the it was kids.
2: confusing for you
0: yeah right you
2: were there <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> absolutely the so, kids
2: have no clue so you, yeah. it's actually saving grace on the top of it but i mean you could always make them well-rounded if they can like hey don't forget where you came from. All right, yeah, I had yeah. you in this in a shelter.
0: <laughs> right.
2: So be grateful for this bed. Fold it up. Clean up this room. Yeah. That's what my mom did to me.
0: Oh, <laughs> but but you're right. You know, and um, so wow, I, I'm so excited um to talk about just everything. And again, that's what I love is it goes somewhere, right? I could think that we're gonna talk about one thing. And I thought we were going to talk about more about the comedian stuff. Nope. That's not where everything happens for a reason. So we talked about this for a reason. It came up. I asked her once she said it. I didn't have to ask about it. I didn't have to delve into it, but that's part of her. That's important. That's part of her journey. And the fact that she is where she is now and she's happy, successful, has podcasts, has a business is a comedian. I mean, so many things and she didn't give up guys she didn't give up in those hard dark times she kept fighting she kept pushing she got through it and now she's doing so much better okay and i don't want you to give up your life is worth it you keep fighting you can get through it right when we're in these hard times we don't see what the destination is all we know is that it's Horrible right now, right? You're like, this is the worst thing ever. But when you get past the worst thing ever, and you look back, you're like, wow, my life is important, my life is worth it. And look at all the people she's touching herself by doing her clothing line for plus size. That's amazing. And I'm grateful for it. Because I'm plus size. For talking about important news stuff. For talking about love and relationships. There's so many lives that she has touched now for making jokes and being a female, being a black, strong female, um, being a great example. Um, look at all those things, right? That's important that if she would have just said, I can't do this anymore. It's too hard. And it was hard. I'm sure it was hard.
2: But What's she- hell? Yeah. I need y'all to know this. Yeah. It is hard to pull. Oh girl. I, this this is about to be this is about to be a testimony for somebody out here today because let me tell you regardless i have learned and uh hopefully i don't know what i'm about to say well yes i do but i just want to make sure i say it right you know you you said it really because you don't know nobody else's struggle you only know your own And so it's like, how do you get you out of this when you don't have the support? I feel like that was the hardest part of all, because it's not even like the physical part of not, of being homeless. It's the mental, it's the constant, am I, I mean, I hate to say it like this, but am I a piece of shit? Like, (laughs) why have I been put in this situation? And for me, why have I been put in this situation over and over again? Um, I couldn't just figure it out. And during that time, I really didn't love myself, I can be honest. And truly listening to other people, like the lady who slept in the bed next to me at the Atlanta Mission, she, the lady was, like, over 70 years old. Oh. And she was just literally, like, when we the to bed, she would just tell me stories. Stories about how she met Diana Ross. Stories of how she made her first million dollars. Just all these wow. random stories. And now her she's there because her kids don't support her. Because of little mistakes that she made as a mom that they still hold on to. And that, oh, Miss O'Dell, I don't know where you are, but. I hope you're okay. I remember her. Miss Odell, Lord have mercy. Um, It just really put things back into perspective for me. It's like, I'm beating myself up and you're never going to get out of where you are mentally if you keep doing that. You have to begin to love yourself somehow, even though it's dark and it looks crazy all around here. Like, How the hell did I even get here? I don't know. But either you're going to stay there or you're going to make a decision
1: that you're going to do something to change about it. And you have to want it. Because nobody's going to give it to you.
2: But once you want it and you start putting a little effort, don't be surprised that things just start opening up because that's literally what happened to me. Like, no cap. like I literally... You, you mentioned that I applied for a temp agency. Mm-hmm. That's how I got my first job in 2008. And then the job that I was at at 11 years in 2009 was through a temp agency. Wow. And they put me on permanent like a year later and I was there for that that whole time. And I was just homeless, guys, right before that.
1: And I have that now as a piece of me, the piece of my quilt that has made the person I am today. So
2: please, I know it seems crazy if you're in that situation right now, but you can literally be on the other side of this a month from now, three months from now, six months from now, a year from now. Tap into what you truly, like in the deep, deep, deepest of your soul figure out what it is that you truly love and then how can you turn that to what makes you money and what makes you happy mm-hmm. i realized that i love to laugh and i love numbers so that's why i'm an analyst and that's
1: why i'm a comedian
0: there yep. you go and it comes down to basically like like you said knowing yourself and loving yourself that's one of the hardest things to do is to love yourself. Um, <laughs> and everybody in a in a form has dealt with that to be honest i don't care if you're male female whatever you identify as whatever you are we've all struggled with loving ourselves being confident um believing in ourselves so i want you everybody she gave fantastic advice but i want you to try and that's something i try every day believe in yourself love yourself because so many times people have told me this you can't love anybody else unless you love yourself um and uh it's okay to put yourself first also guys there's things like job core i think takes up people up until 25 uh where you can i think you live there you get a skill all that stuff there's so many different aspects. If you haven't gotten a degree, if you haven't finished school, if you haven't, there's so many things, guys, that you've got to love yourself enough to research it. And like she said, it's perfect. When you're done with anything, I don't care if it's a relationship. I don't care if it's a job. I don't care if it's a situation. I don't care whatever it is. Once you're done in your mind, that's when you, even with me with weight loss, okay? Once I get to the point where I'm like, I cannot, I'm not healthy. I can barely walk. I need to get it together right you're the only one that can make that decision it's on you and once you get to that point you get the passion and the fire and you're like i've got to make a change no matter what the change is right you can do it don't give up that's why in my in my song in my intro i say don't ever give up because you got this if you quit think of all the opportunities that you could miss a hundred percent a hundred percent so don't give up guys find your your passion find what you what you love just like she said and we're kind of like now that it's i mean i haven't stayed in the shelter my son is now uh just turned 19 a few weeks ago and i was pregnant with him and then when he was a few months old i left but that's a big difference 19 years 18 and a half years long time ago right but now we have the internet, social media. Anybody can get famous on YouTube, y'all. Think of something that you like, that you know stuff about, that you're passionate about, and you could talk about it. You could start a podcast. So, like, I'm going to ask you this. Stina, what advice do you have for somebody that wants to start a podcast? Just.
2: Um, first, the first thing I'm going to say is do it. Just
1: do it. If you, if you can talk and you're passionate about something,
2: then there's an avenue for you. And I say this for people who want to start businesses and for people who want to start podcasts because they're both interchangeable. And I love to use this example. When you go to the bread aisle, there are 39,418 different types of bread for you to choose from. Yep. Take that same concept to you and your ideas. A lot of times I've noticed people will freak out because, oh, well, you know, somebody's already doing it, but they're not doing it like you. And that's the difference. hmm So for me, like I was like, dang, I know people out here already selling pajamas, people already selling, you know, lingerie or things of that nature. Why would I do that? Because they don't do it like me because they don't have my personality that's spread into it. And that's going to be the thing for you. So when I first started about thought about doing podcasts, I was going to do a true, excuse me, a true crime podcast. Because that's what I listened to. That was the first thing that got me into podcasting. Uh, Crime Junkie, shout out to you. Hey, love you. I'm addicted. Love Crime Junkie. So that's where my original passion for podcasting came. So I had to figure out, okay, what do I like? And then, of course, my best friend was like, well, we both like. (laughs) And it's like, yeah. And then it's like, she's the single mom. I'm the lesbian in a relationship two different points of view it makes sense for us to do this so yeah and another thing is i don't want you to feel like you have to talk to people to death either like you determine how long you want to talk you determine your whatever you want to talk about so if you have a thing about if you're a single mom and you just want to vent about woes of being a single mom i promise you there is a audience for you and when you're telling your stories, they're going to relate. And that's just one avenue. I mean, people make podcasts for anything,
1: guys. Absolutely. Literally, anything. If you love talking about McDonald's
2: <laughs> because you just love they fry so much, you can make a podcast about my love for McDonald's. And guess what? You're going to find somebody to be like, you know what? like mcdonald's like that too (laughs) and then look you could potentially see yourself going to different mcdonald's around the world doing different things like you guys just you just you guys just don't know but you have to tap into something for you to see where it can take you got to start Mm -hmm. don't care about the particulars like i love anchor by spotify because literally if you have a phone and some headphones you can record yourself and you can become a podcaster in no time. Of course, you know, the likes of me and you, we've got our whole little, you know, mic and headphone stand up, whatever. But to start off, we I literally, me and my best friend started on anchor recording. Cause we didn't know anything. But as we continued doing the same thing, we started learning every week. Oh, maybe we should buy a roadcaster. Oh, okay, so let's invest in that. Oh, maybe we should get actual microphones. Okay, well, let's invest in that and things of nature. And like now we're like, okay, well, we realized that video podcasting is the next big thing. So now we're trying to research how we can get into that. Guys, but you got to get started to get to that point.
0: That's so get true. started. Yeah, you got to start somewhere, y'all. And like she said, just um research it, though. Um, And if you do start one about single moms, hey, I'm a single mom, I'll listen. Uh, but, um, shout out to the <laughs> listeners. If you start one, email me. I want them to listen. Uh, me so too. yeah. So <laughs> thank you. But, um, but yeah, it's not, I want to say this. It's not as hard as you think, but it's not as easy as you think. If that makes sense. Um, so, uh, look up stuff before you start because you want to be as consistent as possible. So meaning like how you start, you want it to be like you don't want it like episode one to be all like crazy and like sounds you know what I'm saying like you want to be consistent. So if you do it on a certain day, try to stick to that day. That's some advice I can tell you. Um if you if you want it if you want to start off like I wanted to start off having two episodes a week. And my producers were like, whoa, slow your roll. Uh, slow down. Uh, <laughs> you are not superwoman. No, I'm just joking. They didn't say that. But what they said was you have to be consistent, right? So if you're going to do two episodes a week, number one, it's going to be harder for the listeners to keep up with you because they might listen to other podcasts as well. And you're, or if you don't do two in a week, people are going to be like, whoa, hey, what's going on? So you want to be consistent. You want to be true to yourself so if you are talking about something that you don't know anything about eh, i suggest it's not the best idea uh because somebody's gonna call you on it or you're there, or you're gonna get like some like uh, i'm saying do something that's passionate to you like she said you love mcdonald's you can talk about that all day um so that's why every episode guys i like to say what i have in common with the person to prove a point that we all have something in common Absolutely. Her and I actually have multiple things in common. Uh, almost every episode, even people I've never met in real life, her and I met for, we were in the same place for, what, two hours together. We talked outside for five minutes and then we had a connection. So you never know, right? But the thing is, like, um, some people I've never ever met and I've interviewed them and we have something in common. And I love it. It organically usually comes up. And it's awesome. And, um, so if you're passionate about something, talk about it, but be consistent. That's just my advice. Just be consistent. Make sure that if you say to your listeners, Hey, episodes are going to drop on mine or Wednesday, but say Tuesday. Um, they're going to drop on Tuesday. Make sure, cause I promise you this. I just want to say this. Thank you. Shout out to my listeners. There are loyal listeners that listen as soon as it drops. Mine drops at 1 a.m. And you know how I know that? Because it tells me. It tells me. Because it tells me. That's the only way I know, right? So I'm learning. So it tells you what time people download. What time it will say 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. or whatever the case may be on the day that it drops. That is for real. Like that's a real loyal fan. And I love them. I love y'all. Uh, so just be passionate. Just do a little bit of research and be consistent. That's advice. So, wow, Stina, we literally have talked about so many things that I love. I know. that's So great. Um, this episode. Hey, y'all. This is the longer episode, but that's okay. Um, because hopefully it helps someone. Um, hopefully it helps you see a different point of view, or if you're going through it, hopefully it helps you get through it and lets you know that you're not alone. That um, we're We're probably not as successful as we, we will be more successful than this. Um, Both of us, I'm sure, but we're successful in the fact that we are happy. We're doing what we love and we um have both been through homelessness and different situations and now we're doing well and we're making people laugh. We're having fun. We're doing all this stuff. So I want you to know, again, you're not alone. Okay. You can get through this it's dark right now it's hard right now but you can get through it you keep your head up and you keep fighting and don't be afraid to ask for help don't be afraid everybody it takes a village
1: you said it girl
0: you have to you cannot be afraid i'm not saying go you know ask for help for everything and don't try to do anything yourself but don't be afraid uh so many times in life i've gotten help from people even literally to get christmas presents for my kids uh some lady gave me a hundred dollars one time which was so wonderful um but you never know the kindness of people if you just kind of open up to them a little bit you can't trust everybody but you know um don't be afraid just don't be afraid you can do this we're gonna say goodbye uh but this has been a very informative and a little bit longer thank you for listening guys and (laughs) episode uh but it was necessary i feel like it was
2: yes i feel like
1: it was necessary
0: yes um yeah i just love this like i said you guys don't know this but um i think of questions ahead of time just because i'm very add and i like to know uh, I want the guests to know what's going to be the topics and I want to know myself <laughs> just so usually so I don't get off on a tangent like I did today but sometimes um it goes a different way and I believe in energy and sometimes you know that's just what happens Um, so I'm grateful that it did and I'm grateful that I got to know you more I didn't know these yes. things about you and I'm um, so
2: honored uh to aw. get to know you like this as well. And this is just the beginning for us. We're going to get to know each other very, very well, ma'am.
0: Yay. i they can't, can't wait. get rid of me
2: now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to, so don't worry. <laughs> Yay. So yes, we're gonna remain friends and I love this. Um, like I'm gonna have a big huge family after this. Every time I get an episode, I'm like, I gained a new friend and a new family member. Uh so um all right well we're gonna say bye and thank you so much thank you so much for uh sharing your life your truth your story your journey uh with everyone uh and it's brave you're so brave um and strong and i uh try not to get emotional again but you're uh you're amazing and i didn't know how amazing you were uh and uh that's why it's important to listen to people guys it's so important so important um but uh you are a kick-ass woman um and um i'm so so glad that you talked to us and shared your story with us
2: so guys i would love to
1: leave you with this failing means you're doing something right it might look wrong but if you're not failing are you truly learning
2: and if you're not learning are you truly growing as a person and then when you think about that think about your circle as well because if your whole circle is failing what are you doing So try to be around like-minded individuals to where if you do fail, you are supported. You can take your lessons learned and you can better yourself as a person. But don't be scared to fail. Because failing is kind of like, okay, now I know where to go from here. So that's my piece of advice. Just prepare to fail and then learn from it and make yourself better because of it
0: absolutely that's beautiful and that's a hundred percent a hundred percent a hundred percent five thousand percent true um if everything went perfect for someone and they're like oh everything's so great when something goes wrong oh that person cannot handle it you have to have um failures you have to have bumps in the road you have to have times where things aren't going exactly how you think they're supposed to um and that's how you learn that's how things get better that's how prototypes get better that's how uh food gets better like different businesses um some of them didn't start till they were 70 80 years old 50 years old uh poe some poets didn't start until they were a lot older some artists didn't start guys but guess what they tried a million times right uh tyler
1: perry he literally yeah that's a great homeless
0: in the same place that she was homeless true story same place my really important person to me was home and same place same streets same place. Look at him now, y'all. He has turned a uh base that was based on racism and the South and the uh, slavery and the confederate all that stuff. he's turned it into a movie studio, a huge place, and he keeps growing and growing and growing. Uh, I think he's a billionaire now, and it's not all oh, about yeah. it's not about money. it's about where his mind is now. Is it's about how he never gave up. It's about his story. He was sleeping in a car. He was actually homeless on the street. And he was this is how he was talented the whole time, guys. He was himself the whole time. But he had to fight tooth and nail to get it out there, to get his place. He was told no a million times. That's a failure, right? But look at him now. I want you guys to think about that. Think about somebody that's successful that fought for years to get that way it's worth it guys keep fighting keep going you're gonna fail don't give up don't give up don't do it so bravo thank you thank you i'll bow to that no i'm just joking so uh (laughs) so now where can we find you i want to know everywhere
2: everywhere (laughs) everywhere everywhere You can follow me on my podcast socials at News or Whatever on IG or Queens Boulevard Podcast, which is B-L-D-B on Instagram. You can also follow News or Whatever with Steena B on Facebook, which is Facebook.com forward slash now News or Whatever with Steena B. If you would like to follow my personal Instagram, it is insert dope name here underscore. That's where you can see like clips of my comedy and other funny stuff that I like to do. And yes, um just like she said, I love to be a safe space for people as well. So if you feel like you can't get in contact with Danielle, you can contact me. Uh my email is stina b dot news or whatever at gmail.com i look forward to hearing from you guys and once again thank you so much danielle for having me we have to do this again
0: yay yes i would love to what's your um website for your clothing for your pajama
2: yes um on instagram it is pajama queen atl and the website is the same www.pajamaqueenatl.com
0: yay all right Yes, I look forward to forward to seeing you again and doing some open mics with you. And uh we should go out for lunch. Uh We and, should go um, out
1: for drinks.
0: Yes. Uh and um I should buy some of your pajamas. Um just saying. <laughs> All right, so thank you so much for sharing your uh story, your journey, your life, um some of your struggles and now your successes um it's important for people to hear that and um i'm so grateful for you for opening up and thank you so much um each episode is special to me but this one is super special so i'm so excited but uh well we'll talk again soon okay you have a wonderful day thank you so
1: much we'll talk soon bye guys bye all right
0: everybody thank you so much for listening to authentic points of view uh i love you guys so much and this was a very necessary uh episode and so many times uh it's came up that people have been homeless and that's something i didn't know about them and it organically comes up and um that means that somebody needs to hear it i believe that You know things happen for a reason so when things come up uh if you're listening and you needed to hear that then this message was for you um follow stina b oh my gosh she's hilarious she is genuine she's funny she's sweet she's kind follow her follow her on social media buy some pajamas y'all if she has your size buy them if you want to rep your uh your sign buy them okay i want to buy some of those i'm excited uh so um yeah just follow her support her uh that's something that's important listen to her podcasts um that's important for us guys because we wouldn't be anywhere without you listeners we need you um so please please uh, follow listen all those things stream download like subscribe all of them do it thank you um again if you're homeless or you're going through something uh and you're having a tough time don't be scared to reach out don't be scared to ask for help um you never know who you'll meet you'll never know who you can who can change your life um just for you being honest um, I've heard so many stories about people helping people um because they told them their truth. they told them what they're going through. so many people think that they have to hide it and put a mask on, and um that goes with also coming out being a lesbian, being gay being whatever um people think that you know it's they're scared to be themselves, which is sad um so in any aspect, guys, you're not alone. Um if you ever want somebody to talk to, email me at points of view at gmail.com. I will try to get back to you as soon as possible. I'm pretty good about it. Um within a day or two, I'll get back with you. Um follow me on Authentic Points of View uh podcast on Facebook and on Instagram. Um and tell somebody. So word of mouth, right, mm-hmm. is important um if you like this podcast and you learn something or you think i'm funny and crazy i don't know uh tell your friends tell your mom tell your cousin tell your sister tell somebody i don't care tell everybody tell a coworker. tell a person on the street <laughs> this is somebody walking by hey have you heard this uh please listen guys and share um i appreciate it uh download subscribe listen and to you loyal listeners I say this 600 times but it's because I mean it thank you so much for being an important part of my life and um honestly if you are a listener and you've listened and you love this podcast email me tell me why facebook message me whatever tell me why if you want to hear something specific or you want me to interview somebody um of a certain like you know topic or whatever let me know and i'll try my best to to do that um i want you to be as part of this as much as i am cuz feedback's important so um whatever you're interested in let me know if it's not nothing like crazy or racist or something then i'll <laughs> try to include it um so thank you so much for listening i love you guys um and as always be kind please be kind be considerate of others and be mindful of others and you have a fantastic day and I'll talk to you again next Wednesday thanks guys thanks for listening to authentic points of view podcast I hope that something you heard today changes your point of view if you would like to share your views please email me at authenticpointsofview at gmail.com or leave a comment on Facebook at Authentic Points of View Podcast. Remember, always be mindful of other people's journeys and have open ears and an open heart.